welcome to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to another episode of the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel, and it's great, as always, to have you joining with us. And we spent the last several episodes focused on the coronavirus pandemic and kind of put our influence series on. Uh, to the side, but I'd like to pick that up because frankly, this is the final episode on that theme of influence. So I'd like to finish it out. Also want to just say those of you that are regular listeners and you've been listening every single week for almost a year and all of a sudden last week there was no episode and done my best throughout vacations and travel and trips, even brought the microphone and everything with me one time on a trip to, uh, but you can't do that in a plane, but when I was driving to try and uh, keep everything going, but last week, a little overwhelming, this this um, this pandemic and all that it has created has definitely uh, caused uh, some extra challenges for me as the, a pastor of a church to get everything online, and then last week with uh, Easter and Good Friday, and there was just a uh, so many things to do, plus my responsibilities that I have in terms of writing and interviews. I had a six interview day, and so it just kind of got got out of hand, and I had to, somewhere I had to say uh, something can't get done, and there were just so many other things that were uh, so pressing. So uh, I'm sorry about that. Try to make sure we, we have an episode every week, and we have every single time, but got a little little overwhelming last week, but we are back. And, and again, uh, three great episodes uh, on the pandemic and, and how to deal with it and, and, and really how to be positive in spite of all the negativity. And I really hope if you haven't listened to those that you'll go back and listen to them because they're going to be helpful. They're, they're going to have some, some legs on them. They'll have some staying power. They'll, they'll keep being helpful for, for, for quite a while here. So take advantage of of listening to those. And again, as I always have been saying here, you know, with more time at home, I would just really encourage you to go to rickmcdaniel.com because that's the one-stop place in order to uh, see the articles that I've written. I've got another article uh, coming out um, probably today. And I have uh, many messages, devotionals, all kinds of stuff that help you. And if you've got some extra time. You can watch messages, listen to them. You can read. And of course, I've got books. And my latest, you got style book is, is out. And Turn Your Setbacks into Comebacks, which is probably going to get it pretty popular here as we try to make a, a comeback out of this uh, coronavirus shutdown. So um, all that's the best place is rickmcdaniel.com. That's the best place to go where you can find all those resources in in one simple place. So I encourage you to do that. And I do encourage you as, as we get up toward a year, a few episodes away, and I'm going to definitely want to talk about that, but to just to, to give us a rating and, and a review uh, on uh, Apple or, you know, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever you're listening, the, the great, the majority listen on Apple, but you could listen in another way. And uh, certainly share and tell your friends about this podcast uh, so we can see it expand and grow and help more people. I think some of these subjects have been so helpful, like this subject of influence. And certainly the ones I've done on coronavirus, I think, really have just enormous potential. And I I just really hope that you can uh, share with other people so they can take advantage of them, too. 
So we did three episodes on the theme of influence and about how to, you know, have a, a positive influence and, and what is involved in influence. And, and today I want to finish up by talking about barriers to an impacting influence. What are the barriers that we can place in our own lives that really can keep us from having the kind of influence, the kind of very positive influence that we could have over other people's lives. And, and I would just say, you know, in this season we're in, you know, you think, well, uh, how can I influence if I can't be around people? And, you know, I think if, if anything, it's actually greater now because social media has so uh, changed everything in terms of influence, in fact, what where does this term influencer, social media influencer, and that's it's not just influencer, it's usually preceded by social media influencer. So social media becomes an enormous place of influence, and I'm aware of that myself. Ever since this pandemic broke out and I began to tweet and put on Facebook encouraging, uplifting messages, the numbers have increased pretty significantly. And I've got a pretty big following on Twitter, 16,000 people. But I mean, man, it has just taken off the influence, the positive influence that you can have when people are looking for hope and encouragement, then you can really have influence. So just because you can't see people in person, and by the way, that's going to return. So let's not act like this thing has changed life forever. It is not. And I'll certainly talk more about that in the days to come. But whether it's uh, people that you see every day or you have a personal connections with or all the many other ways that you can connect with people. And again, the, the thing about social media, you know, look at a guy like me. I've, I've been able to uh, have influence over tens of thousands of people as I have been a pastor of a church because, you know, a lot of people come and, and, and get to I get to do that. And then I had a, I've had a broadcast and people listen to my messages you know, yada, yada, yada. And then as a writer, really big uh, numbers there. But hey, social media has definitely taken my, taken my message to a whole nother level. So you've got it. It's, it's there. Now, that having been said, there are barriers that can hinder you from really having a, a positive impacting influence on on people's lives and i want to just list some of those out for you today the first one is suspicion and what i mean is a, a suspicious person someone who has trouble trusting others now you know this can come from a history of repeated rejection experiences of the past that can cause us to be this way uh, some use suspicion to, to kind of keep people at bay, to kind of keep them away and, and feel safe. And that's understandable. But here's the thing. That is a major barrier to having a positive influence and impacting influence on people's lives. I mean, that's just that's just the hard, cold facts right there. You, you know, you just really can't influence if you're going to to have suspicion and and you're going to keep people away in fact what is remarkable about 
social media again is how people who don't know you then you, you you have to tell more about yourself and give more information so that they can feel like they know you better since they don't know you personally i can tell you i've been in a public life really since since i was a teenager and in sports i have been you know interviewed and in the papers and yada yada blah blah so i spent a huge part of my life in in the public realm and I value my privacy, and I am not somebody that is really too keen on sharing my personal life. But what I've learned is that there are aspects that you do need to share, that you do need to be open with and open about. And every time I do that, I'm amazed at the kind of response that people give me because they do want to know more about you and understand you better. And so you can't do that if, if you're suspicious, if you, if you keep people at bay, if you uh, just are not uh, willing to, to uh, have enough trust uh, and you put safety first and foremost. And, and, and I would just say to you that, that that's a barrier. It, it just simply is. And you've got to be able to overcome that to the extent that you're, you, you're unwilling to do that. It's, it will hinder your ability to have a positive influence. Here's another one, selfishness. There are givers and there are takers in this world, and boy, oh boy, you know, that, that's, that's a fact. And generosity is really a trait of a, of a, of a healthy person. And, and if you're going to have a positive influence, you're going to have to be a healthy person. And, and frankly, I have to say, and we may circle back on this, but really what I'm talking about here today is a lot about your mental health and your, and your mental well-being. And you, you, can't, you can't have a positive influence unless you are healthy yourself mentally because mentally healthy people are the kind of people that, that can help others. And selfishness is, is just something that it just hinders influence. It hinders influence. Generosity, boy, it, it will really open doors. I mean, you look at even in any sort of news media story, whenever people want to trumpet something good, it almost always involves some level of generosity. You see, for instance, stories that are happening now where, where people are taking money, especially wealthier people. You know, I'm giving this much money Tyler Perry, I'm going to give all these people, you know, a, a, a tip. Or uh, you hear stories about about college students that are going out and shopping for elderly folks. You know, you just hear these stories over and over again, and every single one of them makes people feel good, and they want to be shared, and they're popular. And what's the theme in all those? Generosity. Giving of time, giving of money. So you've got to be a generous person, and, you know, you break selfishness by giving without expecting something in return. That's how you do it. That is how it gets done. And so if you're going to have a positive influence and impacting influence, you can't have selfishness in, in your life. And, and of course, it isn't just, you know, again, like giving money. It's just a whole self-orientation. Now, you look at what's happening right now in this pandemic. And one of the dangers is that people are turning into being self-protective, which, again, is a form of selfishness. You might say, well, I have to take care of myself. Well, you know, what do you mean by that? What does that mean when you say that? Does that mean that, you know, you go into a grocery store and you, you act in a really unkind way, you know, as if it's me over you? That, that's not good. Uh, do you have to 
self-protect in the sense that we have to care for yourself and those in, in your in your care and your responsibility. But beyond that, you know, there, there's, you could say, well, I've got to do some self-care and, you know, okay, I get it. You know, the stress, the, the pressure that you're feeling uh, about where we're at, that there's a level there. But it, it, again, it's a slippery slope when me time becomes selfish time. And I, I just have to tell you, you know, I've just been a leader too long and I've seen, I've seen the difference and I could spot it a mile away. And I had an interaction a while back with someone and I just could not get over the level of of self-centeredness and selfishness. And, and frankly, this one woman was a mother and, you know, mothers are some of the most selfless people. That's why so many of us uh, care about and love our moms so much because we know how giving they are and how they're not selfish. And man, you know, you sit down and listen to a story of someone and you just, I'm just like, wow, this person doesn't even have a clue that how selfish they are and, and, and what that does in terms of parenting. So selfishness, it's, it's a barrier. Uh, here's another one, self-consciousness. In other words, uh, people with no confidence in their own judgment or abilities. This, uh, again, hard to have influence if you are self-conscious because you're really gonna have difficulty in um, exercising initiative. You are the kind of person, if you're like this, that has the feeling that you're being observed but not approved and people that feel that they're being observed and not approved are people that don't they're just not going to be out there. They're not going to put themselves out there to have a kind of positive influence that, that you can have. And, you know, maybe as you're listening, you're thinking, gosh, you know, Rick, I don't know. I might need, you know, to sit down with a therapist or counselor to work on some of these things. And I would say, by the way, I'm just here to identify them. And, and, you know, for some, you can say, you can listen to this and go, yeah, I need to to not be so selfish or, or I need to trust more, you know, and, and it's a level that you can comprehend and, and you think you can work on. Uh, others, you may say, you know, my trust issues are, are far deeper and only by going through some counseling am I going to be able to kind of put the suspicion behind me or only through counseling am I going to be able to uh, get over my own self-confidence issues and and not be so uh, self-conscious and feel that people are, you know, observing me but not uh, approving of me. And and if that's what it takes, then I hope that this uh, episode will help you to be able to, to make those moves. Now, at the same time, some of you may be saying, well, you know, what can I do? Like, like for instance, you could identify your gifts and work on developing them. Because that's how you build confidence is when you say, you know, I'm not good at everything, but I'm good at this thing. And by the way, welcome to the human race. You know, that's that's how it is for all of us. No one's good at everything, but we're all good at something. And when you can identify what you're good at, then, you know, you can develop your confidence in, in that area. Well, I was just going to put my dad hat, on for, dad hat on for a moment and talk to you that are parents, I would just say to you that I think this is this is the model I would take if I, I were you with your kids is, is expose them to all kinds of things, you know, all kinds of sports and music, art, you know, all those sorts of things. In the beginning, expose them, but don't keep doing that 
in, in the sense that you've got to winnow it down because they're not going to be good at everything and try to help them to find at least one thing that they're really good at because then they can have confidence in that one area. And I've given this advice for years. I've heard from oh, hundreds of people saying that is such a pristine piece of advice. That is one of the best pieces of parenting advice I ever got because my child now feels good and confident about this thing. So they don't have to be great at all these different sports or music, art, or you know whatever it is, robotics, you know, whatever. They just need to have something that they, they can accomplish and something that they can get awards for and be recognized for. It goes a long way long, long, long way toward, uh, toward helping them. So I would in encourage that. And then he, how about another one, uh, just keeping with all the S's, stagnation. In other words, settling into uh, routines that are just uh, constantly the same. Now, this is important, I really have to clarify. I am a big systems guy. I believe in routine. I believe that that's how you can get a lot done. You know, people will come to me and say, okay, so you, you know, you work out, you, um, you, you write books, you uh, lead a church, you speak every week, you do a devotional every week, you have a ep podcast episode uh, every week, you write articles, you know, how do you do all this stuff? And the answer is routines, what I would call systems. You know, I, I'm going to write on these days. I'm going to I'm going to study on these days. I'm going to exercise on these days. I'm going to have meetings on these days. You know, these times. This is how how you do it. So there's nothing wrong with that. But when what I'm talking about when I say stagnation is really getting into what I would call more of a rut than a routine. You know, the trail, the trail's good, but the the rut is not good you know the routine is good but the rut isn't and so just kind of getting into something and just staying there and never innovating and 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 never being creative well this time as i said in previous episodes this is a great season for creativity chaos creates creativity you know that's uh creativity comes out of chaos however you want to say it it's true and these sort of chaotic times where you can really if you'll if you let it, man, you can you can come up with some really, really new, good stuff. So don't allow yourself to stagnate because that will lead to regret. And people who are not growing can't have influence because they don't have anything new to share. You know, you really have to choose new over same. You, you've got to be constantly, you know reinvigorating yourself, refreshing yourself, however you want to talk about it, identifying areas where you can grow, where you can see dreams fulfilled. This, And again, this season is a great time to just really ask yourself, you know, where have I gotten kind of stagnant in my life? Where, what, What's the last new thing I've done? That's a great question. Again, I've proposed that question many times before in different settings. What's the last new thing you've done? And I'll tell you what, that can be a really hard one for people because they're like, oh my gosh, I can't even think of anything. I can't even think of the last time. And that's that's really what you have to ask yourself. When's the last time I've done anything new? Because if it's been a while, 
then that tells you something about stagnation. Not, that's not routines and systems. That's that, that right there is nothing more than a rut. You, you're, uh, you're stagnated. You, you need to do new things. You need to experience new things. And it, it just enriches your life so many ways. And, and this is why things like reading and learning and travel are so valuable. I've certainly found them to be is because they are constantly introducing you to new things. And then you're able to share those things in various ways, personalized who you are. And that, and that is what influence is all about. If you are signed up for my devotionals, for instance, that come out every week. And if you're not, again, rickmcdaniel.com, rickmcdaniel.com, go scroll down and there is a place to sign up. You will see, I write many of these devotionals about experiences that I have, places that I've gone, even articles. You could look at some of the, say, Fox News articles that I've written, and you could see, you know, first sunrise in America, and went to the nut factory and wrote on, you know, mental toughness, and, you know, number one restaurant in the world that I visited in Spain. And you see these articles, they're directly related to experiences that I had, which then sparked in me uh, thoughts about excellence or uh, again, mental toughness or, or all, all kinds of things that come out of those experiences. And so that's the way to do it. Don't let yourself get stagnated. And, you know, if I were to go back to just the whole social uh, media part of it, uh, the this idea of social media. So Columbia University professor um, Antonia uh, Bambina, she um, wrote something called Online Social Support. Antonina Bambina, the support or companionship that an individual can receive from peers, people who have experienced or experiencing the same things as you, is unique. And she is saying that the range of interactions vary widely, but you know, this is, this can really, you can get a lot more through say social media than you could just living in one place. If you live in some part of rural America or somewhere where it's not densely populated, the chance of meeting a lot of people is lessened, but social media opens, opens the world up to you in an incredible, incredible way. And the Pew Few people, Pew Research did a, a study on the internet in American life and found that the internet builds, builds rather than decreases friendship by broadening users' geographic networks, giving people more contacts to communicate about hobbies and interests and all those sorts of things. And all of that makes absolute perfect sense. I mean, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what social media can do. And then that's what leads to influence. So those are the four S's, you know, they're kind of easy to remember. Um, but what else could I, I say just on this subject before we leave influence altogether? You know, I would just say, you know, in terms of influence uh, that you really have to, you know, do what you say. Uh, influence is about putting action behind your words. One of the fastest ways to lose influence is to say one thing and do another. And uh, it's just... Uh, absolutely true. You know, you can't be too quick to commit yourself to something and then uh, not follow through. You know, you may mean well, but you know, every time you fail to fulfill on what you said you were going to do, then people's trust erodes. And that, again, is a barrier to, to your influence. They just, uh, people can't 
trust you and can't be influenced by you if you speak too fast and promise too much and have unrealistic timetables for what can be accomplished. It just it doesn't work well. So you've, you've just got to be someone who does what they say they're going to do. And this can get into some very practical areas. Just like, you know, if you say you're going to meet at 7 and then you don't show up till 7.25, you know, then it says something about you. And again, it's a, a barrier uh, to, to your influence. If you um, speak carelessly, uh, you know, you say, hey, let's get together. And then you never actually get together. Or you say, I'll take care of that this week. And then you don't follow through. Over time, you forfeit your, your, your influence. You, you're just not credible to people. And without being credible, then you you lose your influence. And and that leads into something like exaggeration, you know? Gotta you gotta live within reality. And um you gotta be careful about these things, uh, because if you um if you exaggerate and then people discover that you've exaggerated, it really, really again hurts your your influence, you know, your achievements should uh, speak for themselves. And if you say you've done it, you know, you have to make sure you, in fact, have done it. And uh, when you stress the truth, it, it it gets discovered, then your influence is absolutely uh, hurt by that. And again, it's it's an, a barrier to your ability to to have influence and if you want to increase influence um, you've, you've got to make sure that what you say is, is actually accurate and and people can can verify that it is another area again in this this very personal part of you know who you are as a person is excuses you know you've got to take responsibility and, and not make excuses People who have influence are people who overcome obstacles and get the job done. When you fail to accomplish a goal, then uh, you need to own it. Own it. Too many people continually make excuses for not solving problems, and they they blame it on other people, and they they end up losing their their influence. And it's so important not to make excuses, own things, and most importantly, of course, get things accomplished. I mean, there's simply no substitute for a successful track record. You, know, you just, you got to have passion, you have to have conviction, but um, you've got you've gotta to deliver. You have to, you have to deliver. When you do, uh, you have influence. And when you don't, it's a barrier to having influence. If you repeatedly prove yourself, people will realize that, you know, you've got the goods. If you consistently back your words with action, they'll assume that you will do it again and that you should be listened to because you, you, you know what you're doing. If you fail to follow through or speak before you've thought about it, then your track record is is going to work against you. I mean, it's just kind of that simple. It's it's not all that complicated. 
You've got to be able to deliver it. And you see this all the time. You know, the, the people that have the, the webinars and, and have the online courses are people who've got a track record and they're worth listening to because they've done it. They've accomplished it. And so that gives them influence. And so a barrier uh, to, to your influence is not having that track record uh, or saying that you have done things when, in fact, you have not. And I'd say one final one would just be someone who builds people up. You know, it, there's nothing good that comes out of putting people down. You know, people aren't going to think you're smarter by putting other people down. They see that as uh, negative, as unattractive. And most people don't want to be around someone like that. It's far more appealing to point out what's right and, uh, and, and build on that instead of constantly highlighting what's wrong uh, if, if you keep down the sort of negative road, it's going to be obvious to everyone that you're really just you know, looking out for yourself and trying to somehow point out the faults of others to build yourself up. And that's not going to lead to influence. Um, you know, you don't always have to agree with what other people say, but you have to be wise in affirming other people. And, and you need to be a, a team player. If your comments uh, appear to be self-serving, then you, you can't become a person of influence. People won't be able to trust you. So these are, these are the barriers. And if you're going to get to that place of having a positive, impacting influence on people's lives, you've got to overcome these barriers. And you can overcome them. You absolutely can. And to the extent that you do, you are going to see yourself as someone that can really have positive influence in other people's lives. And that's exactly what, what needs to happen. We need more of that. And so I hope you'll commit yourself to being one of those folks. Great to be with you today and look forward to talking with you next week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode. 